Confidence is what other people see about you. Self-esteem is what you feel about yourself. So everybody else sees the self-confidence, but that one person still lacks the self-esteem to match the confidence. Mm -hmm. So the key there is we need to have the self-esteem and the confidence match up together. And when they do, that's when you have a powerful person that can take advantage of their own talents and lead people. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free Parenting Toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. That address again, www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. Register today and we'll see you on the inside. Hello, hello, Blissful Parents, Michelle Abraham, your host. I am here today with an awesome guest for you. His name is Raja Vedia and Raja is known as Coach Raja, and he is a triple threat of science for the mind, karate for the body, music for the soul. We're going to hear all sorts of fun things, but before we do, let me just say hi. Hi, Raja. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm fantastic. Uh, I'm fantastic, Michelle. Thanks for having me here today. You are so welcome. Let me share a little bit more about you to our audience. Mm -hmm. um, so over the past three years, he's provided Facebook Live coaching and mindset and personal development to help thousands of people. Um, he launched the MindShift Mastery uh, coaching program in, in the last year has yielded 100% success rate in guiding his clients to face their fears. And after 37 years of Tang Soo Do training, which is a type of martial arts, mm -hmm. he discovered a pattern in teaching white belts to achieve black belts. And he parlays this into business, life, and relationships. He is new as is now he is a professional speaker who keynoted at TEDx. And recently won a Toastmasters International Speech Competition twice, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and you're in the multiple Black Belt Hall of Fame. He's also starred in martial arts documentary movies, The Martialist, and soon to release his new book, Unbox Me Today. All of this despite a lifelong stutter, which he saved for last to show you that any obstacle can be overcome in the right mind shifts. So welcome, Raja. <laughs> We're very excited to dive into this conversation for you today. So thank we're you, here you. with parents as our audience. We have kids. We have kids that are growing up really fast and they're oh, yes. lacking some of that confidence and some of that, um, I would say, mental health. And um, we're having some major issues, right? So, you know, what, I would yeah. love to hear what some of your experience has been with like getting into martial arts for kids. And, and obviously, it's done a world of difference for you. Well, well, one of the main things is that uh, when I was a kid, I got I got bullied uh, severely because of my speech. 
I thought I grew up with three strikes. I was number one. I was I'm a first generation immigrant, so so I stuck out like a sore thumb in, in my 99% white school district. Second thing, I was this skinny, scrawny, indicated with big Coke bottle glasses. Uh, so that just made me stand out even further. And then on top of that, I had this uh, 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 severe uh, stutter. Um, so I thought I had three strikes uh, growing up, but instead, um, I used that as fuel to power me forward. Because I think a lot of times people forget that you know your brain is the mind of the engine, you know, of like a race car, but your mm. attitude is the fuel that drives it. Mm, so you, okay. if you have a bad attitude, you know, you're 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 not going to go very far. But if you have good attitude. You can win the race. And that's what I realized early on. Yeah. And this is where you're taking your white belts and turning them into black belts. And that's not a normal thing in karate or in any martial arts. (laughs) Like that's a very, that's a very difficult thing to do. So what's it, what obviously has come back to attitude. Am I right? (laughs) Yes. Well, well, here's the thing. Um, um, Like if I may, uh, um, when, when a student comes in to our karate school and they join, uh, I always say, welcome to our, uh, welcome to the Vedia martial arts family. So number one, they're not joining a karate school, they're joining a family. Mm-hmm. And they make them feel like family. Everybody, whoever shows up in the door, the parents, the grandparents, whoever it is, aunts and uncles, if they want to bring their friends to kind of sit and watch a class sometimes, that's all good. Because we want them to feel like this is like your living room and we're just training really hard for something that we care about. And mm-hmm. um, that that mind shift alone starts to shift people because, um, truly, uh, I, in the past, like, like 37 years of teaching, te- te- teaching Tungsudo, I've actually like evolved my system. So mm-hmm. we've gone from doing only Tungsudo to also including, uh, kickboxing, jujitsu, Krav Maga. And then I opened up my own school because I was teaching for my teacher for 25 years mm-hmm. and I opened up my own studio. And then, uh, then I started, uh, I got certified in the uh, Samurai Sword by the like, New Jersey State Black Belt Association. And then on top of that, I also started to learn Wing Chun, which is Bruce Lee's first style. And, and my teacher was uh, four generations down from, four, four generations down from Ipman, who actually taught Bruce Lee. So I was learning the same techniques that Bruce Lee was taught, which is, mm. which is just fabulous. And all of that taught me all those years was that I started seeing people have a specific pattern of how they started to change and sort of take on their own power and their confidence. Mm -hmm. So truly you go from a white belt mindset and Mm -hmm. mindset I think is set in cement versus evolving into a black belt mind shift. Mm -hmm. So what I do with my clients like in my academy is like I help them go from a mind lock to a mind shift. Because truly when your mind locked, you're stuck where you are. And when you unlock your mind, that's when you're allowed to grow. That's when you're allowed to shift that ever so slightly because it only takes 1% a day to increase 37x over the course of a year. People don't realize that. So 1% a day is Mm -hmm. fast. So, you know, don't ever dismiss the idea of like, oh, we're not going fast enough. We're doing small things. This is too easy or this is boring. Like, no, the boring stuff is the great stuff. Mm. Is that what, cause that's what's built. So that's a system that it's I call foundation, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's a system that I call success stacking where you're constantly building smaller and smaller wins on top of each other until, you know, you explode. And that's mm. where your growth happens because, uh, truly, um, when opportunity 
and 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 a preparation meet, that's where you start to explode your growth. Because are you prepared? First of all, did you do your homework? Mm -hmm. Did you train? Did you discipline yourself? Did you do your push-ups? Did you practice your forms? Did you do something else? Uh, you know, did you work with your team? Did you work in your self-defense? If all these things are not in preparation, then when the opportunity mm -hmm. arises for you to, hey, we're going to select you for our for our uh, for our uh, demo team to go out to the local mall and do a demonstration, or you're going to be on our uh, demo team for the next regional competition. Well, if you're prepared for the opportunity, that's when you that's when you already got the win. Mm, so good. I can see like the correlation between success in the classroom, success at home, um, success with friends related to that discipline and that structure that they learn mm -hmm. in the martial arts. Right. And not only that, um, the reason why most people get a black belt is not simply because they want to learn to fight or they learn, they just want the black belt because they watch something on Kung Fu Theater <laughs> on Saturday afternoons like we used to grow up with, right? And um, when, when people start to train and start to worry about, uh, you know, what, why, they, why they become a black belt, why they want to, um, I, I get it. Uh, a lot of parents think that the black uh, getting the black belt means that the kid's going to fight more. Actually, it's been shown that people who are trained in the martial arts actually fight much less because mm -hmm. then then they don't see the value of it because they right. don't because they see that by having control over their own body, their own emotions, right. and their own mind, they don't need to fight. They don't need to right. prove themselves. They can regulate themselves a lot better. <laughs> yes, they can, and 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 that is a skill that we sorely need nowadays because right now we've seen that. Through social media, people are losing their attention span. They're losing emotional restraint. Mm -hmm. They're also there's a disconnect between cyberbullying and and you know thinking that that's actually hurting somebody. So mm -hmm. instead, people don't realize that they have to uh, use these skills not just in the karate school, but we use them outside in real life. And that's why I, a lot of my students have gained so many uh, victories. Is that they take those black belt mind shift and they apply it to their life, to their business, to their relationships. And then, and then everything in their life starts to improve. Can you imagine having an employee who comes in early, you know, mm -hmm. you know, and, and is prepared and works their best. And then at the end of the day, try to, try to stay a few minutes longer, try to help out other people around you, help to clean up the area, help to clean right. the office, you know, something like that. I, I mean, just, I'm just trying to, pick something out of my head here but you know you know that you're, kind you're of creating way, like very like um like models the model citizens model really. uh, citizens yeah. yes yeah well 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 like we say we say that a black belt is a role model mm -hmm. truly so so in order for them to become a role model a, a, a black belt is a master of the basics mm -hmm. so it's surprising how people say you know like a, you 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 may have heard that meme uh saying that you know don't be afraid of the person who has 10,000 techniques, but be afraid of that person that has practiced one technique 10,000 mm -hmm. times Ooh, because yeah. you've mastered it. Yeah. You know, me, I'm, I'm the master of the sidekick. You know, mm -hmm. I can use it forward, backward, standing still. I can do uh, jump spinning 360 kicks. I've broken multiple boards with it, and it's, it's, it's a fantastic kick to use when you've trained it right. right. And as a result of that, you know, Think if you can use that same sort of discipline in your family, your life, your business. Mm -hmm. um, if you're able to manage your employees that way, say, hey, listen, um, we need to send out uh, 
a thousand emails this week. Can we just get them out, split them up, be the leader and say, listen, I'm going to be there with you. And I think this is my uh, advice to most parents and to most managers. Mm-hmm. Don't be the man. Don't be a manager. Be a leader. Mm-hmm. What a leader do? A leader is right in there with you. Right. So say, for example, um, you work in insurance and you have to get a quota of, uh, you know, 30 phone calls a day or something. I don't know. Um, you know, you should be doing the same thing that your that your subordinates are to lead by example. Uh, say, for example, you work in, I don't know, uh, you know, usually in sales, but uh, I suppose you work in a restaurant and you're a chef, you know. I mean, being a chef is like a is like being a chemist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really have to control all the heat, all the food, and people have to like what you bring out. Right. Right. So yeah. I mean, there that response is like instantaneous, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so moving back to like self esteem and confidence yeah. for kids, obviously, like being enrolled in martial arts is going to be so fantastic. But say there aren't the opportunities to do so. Are there some things that our parents can do? to kind of instill that same sort of discipline and, and structure into their home lives with their kids um, and within their communications. What are your suggestions? Yes, definitely. So I actually have a booklet, which I was looking for earlier. I, could, I couldn't find it, uh, but I'll have to uh, I send a link for you at the bottom here somewhere. Um, so I have a, uh, a book that teaches parents how to build self-esteem mm. in their children, not confidence. Okay. Self-esteem. Now, when someone asks you, what is the difference between confidence and self-esteem? Here's what I tell them. Confidence is what other people see about you. Mm-hmm. Self-esteem is what you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. You believe right? about yourself. And, yeah. and, and, and exactly what you believe about yourself. So, you know, other people may see, you've seen people who, you know, say, say you've got the kid who, who like never got a shot in the game. And then in the last game of the basketball season, you know, they, they shoot the buzzer-beating shot, and they won the game, and the mm-hmm. team goes wild. Everybody sees that as confidence, but this kid, this one person, boy or girl, doesn't matter, you know, still has that sort of that self-esteem issue that I don't know if I was good enough to do that. I that, it was a fluke. It doesn't really mm-hmm. doesn't. It's not really me, you know. So that yeah. everybody else sees the self-confidence, but that one person still lacks the self-esteem to match the confidence. So the key there is we need to have the self-esteem and the confidence match up together. And when they do, that's when you have a powerful person that can take advantage of their own talents and lead people. So, so yeah, hmm? go ahead. All right. So, so then here's, here, here's a few things that parents can do mm-hmm. to help build their self-esteem in their children. First thing is, is don't, as hard as it, as hard as it is to do, don't only reward your kids for achieving the end point of a goal. Mm-hmm. Reward them also for saying, I'm so proud of you just for trying. And, I'm, and when you're walking by and you, and you see your kid doing their math homework, you say, wow, I'm so proud of you for doing your math homework on your own. Now notice, for the next 15, 20 minutes, they're just smiling inside. They're beaming mm-hmm. because they got a reward without even trying and now they don't have to wait till the end to be rewarded. They're being rewarded for 15 minutes. And it wasn't results oriented either. That's not at all. Not at all. Yeah. And that's and that's why I pointed out a lot of parents mm-hmm. and including me, I used to only be a results oriented mm-hmm. person. I would say, you know what? I'll give you a pat on the back once you're done. 
mm-hmm. once you're done. Now what I tell my son is like, every time he, he goes out to uh, cut the lawn, you know, I'm so proud of him now. I always tell him, you know what? You're doing a good job. You're such a good kid. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you can help me with this. So mm-hmm. he does the front yard and I do the backyard now. And, and um, you know, and that's kind of our, some of our father-son bonding time because that's when we can chit-chat a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's the second thing that parents can do is while your kids are out doing chores, are you being the role model to your, to, to your children? Are you helping them with it? Is that mm-hmm. something, can you find something that you can do together right. to help improve the house, clean the house? So you have to vacuum the whole house. Fine. Mm-hmm. Take away the Roomba, get one of those mm-hmm. old-fashioned vacuums, and start saying, hey, son, daughter, help me out. Hey, can you move the sofa? Can you raise the cushions? Mm-hmm. Can you do this? Oh, now we got to go up and down the steps. Can you hold the, the uh, tube? Oh, can you pull the cable out? Yeah, and kids love to be helpful, right? They like they feel all good of about helping. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and all of a sudden you say, you know what? You're a great helper. All of a sudden, for the next twenty minutes, they're going to be smiling inside. Mm-hmm. So More you see helping. what I'm doing We're here? Helping. Yeah, yeah. This is about progress in progress. Mm-hmm. As soon as you do that, as soon as you acknowledge that, you start to see that your that your relationship with your children improves. Mm-hmm. Third thing is, um, give them a challenge. And I'm going to tell you why this is so important. Suppose your kid asks, hey, like I want a new iPad. Okay, here you go. You go to the store the next day, you buy it for them, and now it's in their hands. What did they learn from receiving that iPad? They ask and they nothing. shall receive, but there's nothing. Nothing. <laughs> ask and you shall receive, right? right? Instead, um, here's, here's a little story that puts this into perspective. There were mm-hmm. two gardeners, okay, gardener one. Gardener two. So gardener one, um, uh, they have a fence between their two yards, and the first the first person puts a plant puts a bunch of uh, flowers or or, or bushes um, along the fence line. The other second gardener does the same thing. Uh, the first one uh, gives the flowers or, or, or yeah, like we'll say flowers. I give the flowers all the sun that they need, all the water they need, all the food that they need, giving them extra so they grow nice and big and radiant. The second one barely feeds them, gives them just enough that they survive. And they both love their garden, don't they? Right? They do. They do. They both. But they love it in two different ways. So after a couple of weeks, the first gardener's plants look nice and big and beautiful and tall. The second ones look they still look nice. They're not quite as big. They're not quite as tall. And, and they, they still look healthy. When the first uh, a severe uh, storm comes, the next day, the first gardener's flowers have been torn out by the wind, by the rain, by the thunder, by, um, and they've been pulled out by the roots. The second gardener's flowers, uh, who didn't feed it as well, his flowers were fine. They withstood the storm and they're still standing there strong. And the first person comes up to the second one and says, I can't believe it. How come my flowers got got destroyed and yours are fine? I gave them everything they wanted. I gave them every bit of water, every bit of food. And the second gardener goes, you didn't teach them the value of struggle. Mm-hmm. See, your flowers did not develop strong roots. Since they were given everything, they had short, weak roots. Mm-hmm. 
my flowers had deep roots and maybe they didn't like the growing process, but as a result, they grew stronger. And as a result, now they're healthier and they're going to live longer. Now, the parallel to this with children, I mm-hmm. think is pretty easy to see. If you give your children everything, but don't teach them to struggle, you missed the goal as a parent. Mm-hmm. Because I, I remember growing up and I remember when my children were born, I kept thinking, you know what? Being a first generation immigrant, I want to give my kids everything that I didn't get. You know, they're going to get to eat ice cream anytime they want. They can play whatever video games they want. They can, you know, now we have TV and internet and tablets and everything and they can, I'll give them everything. And at some point, I remember something clicked when, when my daughter had said, God, this internet's too slow. I said, you know what, honey, sometimes we, when we grew up, we didn't even have internet. And she said, you know what, that's kind of dumb. I said, hey, watch your mouth. You know, I don't think you appreciate what you have. So that's when I started to shift a little bit and guide the kids a little bit better in learning to struggle. So everything they want, they have to earn. I tell them that if they want to eat food outside of the house, they get one coupon per month. Mm. They're allowed to pick something. That's it. One coupon per month. So that way, if they want to go to Chick-fil-A or they want to go to Burger King, Wendy's or someplace, all right, fine. But we restrict it a lot because mm-hmm. that's not good food. Um, you know, home food that's fresh, that's cooked, that's not packaged in plastic or cardboard. That's the food that your children need to grow healthy and strong. And you may say, well, I don't have time for that. Okay, make time. You know, you don't have to do it every single day. Can you do it three days a week? So that way your children fall into a routine of saying my parents care. That mm-hmm. they eat your vegetables, that they grow, they eat. And also secondly, oh, here, here's a fourth tip. Um, do you all know the name Steve Jobs and, 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 and uh, Bill Gates? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Steve Jobs of Apple, Bill Gates of the Microsoft. Microsoft yeah. Both of them do not let their children use electronics at the dinner table. You know, isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. What does that tell you about two financial tech gods? Mm-hmm. You know, they are, you know, they are like, you know, they, they are the uh, visionaries of the tech world. They knew something that that family unit has to connect they have mm-hmm. to sit and face each other eye to eye facing each other and turn off all the screens that family so dinner children, time is so important yeah it is it's so important if i can you know breakfast is a little tough lunch because of work i'm at work and so but dinner time i value that time mm-hmm. here's another tip i do with my children when i come home from work as soon as i ring the doorbell i stand inside the door right near the archway and I say all right I need my five by five <laughs> and what it is is five o'clock I need a five second hug <laughs> and I don't care what my kids are doing I wait there and I said Evan Ava I need my five by five <laughs> and what it does is it makes them realize that I want them <laughs> what a connection that is for your children yeah. to know that they have a safety line every day at 5 p.m that someone's going to get a five by five. Mm, and, it, and if you're not doing that in your life yet with your children, uh, that's something that they miss. They, they crave it. They just don't know how to tell you. And I encourage you, make that time. And, and if they miss it, if I'm late to work or if they're out somewhere else, fine. And then it's an eight by eight. I don't care. You know? 
you know? Yeah, just adjust it for whatever time you just have. Just adjust it for whatever time you get home. Doesn't <laughs> <good>. matter, <laughs> right? But yeah. now what happens is because you get that hug, you say, how was your day? What are you doing? And they mm -hmm. tell me, you know? And, and like my daughter sometimes has drama with her, with her girlfriends because she's 10. <laughs> this girl drama is tough at that age. Uh, mm -hmm. My son, he's 12. And uh, he's, he's a little bit simpler and, and like more relaxed. And, and so, but still with him, I always ask him, what have you been doing? Oh, I've been playing Roblox or Minecraft, doing this and that. Uh, you know, I was on a Zoom meeting with my buddies. And so he'll tell me what's mm -hmm. been going on in his day. And now I'm a part of his life. And if you really want to be connected with your children, mm -hmm. you have to choose to be a part of their life. Right. That's cool. I love it. Well, Raja, that's been so helpful. And I think that's really, you've helped us see the foundation for building strong self-esteem in our kids that yeah. also leads to confidence and um, having a little bit of that structure is going to be very helpful. So uh, I want to thank you for joining us on Blissful Parenting today. Do you have anywhere you'd like our Blissful Parents to connect with you at? I know you've got a new book coming out. Do you want to talk about that for a second? <laughs> uh, sure. Actually, uh, here's actually I'm going to have three books coming out. Um, Might this, well just do three three. this is what happens when you become a black belt. You do, do, do three, not just one. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, no, my first book is going to be called Unbox me to, to today. Mm -hmm. It's about um, it's it's about uh, and and the tagline of the book says you are amazing. Learn black belt strategies to get even better. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can see it here or get it'll probably get cut off from the green screen. We can li we can link it in our show notes too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's do that. And um, and then uh, later on, I'm going to be doing a book about about the bullies, mm -hmm. and this is going to shock people. The title is going to be called Hug a Bully. Mm -hmm. You know why is that? You know why? Because they're hurting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they're hurting too. Mm -hmm. And it's because of my bullies I became stronger. They taught me to face my struggle and my fears and to grow stronger. As a result, now I'm a self-made entrepreneur. You know, mm -hmm. I've worked in cancer research for 25 years, having recently left Johnson and Johnson, and I've been so proud of. I've been on the teams that helped to bring bring to market amazing drugs like Imbruvica. Zytiga, Darzalax, Carvicti, Teclistamab, and 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 for me to, um, you know, to now to be my own boss mm -hmm. because I shifted my mind. Because truly, um, our educational system te teaches everyone to become a employee. Mm -hmm. They don't really teach you how to be an innovator and a creator, how to get into STEM STEM based kind of uh, uh, positions, and also how to be uh, independent because because our tax code is also written for the large corporations. So um, I want to encourage you, just like I did for my son, like he's on the ASD uh, 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 spectrum. So this so this past April, he just launched his own uh, Etsy store, which I help with, obviously, and um, he now sells sells custom painted magic wands. Awesome! And then, and then he has a seasonal wand. You can pick two different colors. There are there are seasonal ones like for every holiday. And now I gave him the idea also. It's like, well, why don't you sell graduation ones as a gift? People mm. would eat that up. Mm. And so now he came up with that idea too. And so as a result, now he's got some sales starting to come in. And, you know, yeah. is he going to be rich by it? I don't know. Probably not. Mm -hmm. But the whole point is now he understands right. how to start a business. And yeah. my daughter is now painting. And now she wants to do her own business. 
Yeah, I love it. That's so great. Just make such successful kids when you can teach them those skills. So, mm-hmm. so awesome. Thanks, Raja, for joining us. And um, is there a website or somewhere where people can find out more information? We can put it into the show notes. And uh, you want to share Certainly. what the website is? Right above me here, uh, victorymindsetacademy.com. Victorymindsetacademy.com. It's pretty easy because it's right mm-hmm. there. Yes. Uh, or there. <laughs> awesome. And, and you get a free fast action mini course for joining. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I tell you this as parents, what you learn and what you model for your children, that's what your children will become. So if you make the best version of yourself, your children will also become the best version of themselves. But it starts with you. So thank yes. you for being here. Thank you, parents, for being here. And remember, it all starts with you, as Raja says. Starts with you. So our challenge to you this week, go check out Raja's website, and we'll see you again next week. So thanks for joining us, Blissful Parents. Thanks, Raja. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free Parenting Toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. That address again, www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. Register today and we'll see you on the inside.